Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I don't even like staying in a room after I've jerked off in it. You know what I mean? Like, Brother, <laughs> I'll set the building on fire. If I jerk <laughs> off, I got to I gotta take a lap. You know yeah. what I mean? I know I did a bad thing in here. I can't. Much like the poison I was trying to clear out of my dick, I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you come here like, this is Ooh. a bad room. Ooh, that picture's ugly. This guy's bad juju. <laughs> I hate that I sleep in here. <laughs> That's why you got to do it where you be. I like that. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do it standing up, it makes it feel like less indulgent. Uh, yeah, it does. It also uh, then also makes me feel a little bit more like a, just like I'm clocking into a, a fucking line job. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really like the... <laughs> I mean, find a happy medium. I guess sit on the toilet. I don't know what you want. <laughs> <laughs> this is gone. This is not what we're talking about. I, th- I think it's exactly what we need. <laughs> the government growing babies. Microchips in your anus. All koala bears are racist. I put my hand up on your hip when I dip, you dip, we dip. Welcome to another brand new episode of My Mama Told Me. The podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove that Troy Aikman is not, in fact, a Jay-Z clone, but a bastard offspring of Adnis Reeves. That's right. I'm saying it. That's that nigga's real brother. I'm Whoa. David Boring. I don't, I'm going to be honest, as a non-football fan and Langston Gurman, I <laughs> I don't know what none of that means, but uh, bring Whoa. it all down for okay. me. Okay, hold on. You never saw the Troy Aikman, Jay-Z clone? So Troy, no. Aikman used, Troy Aikman used to quarterback the Dallas Cowboys of course. in the 90s. And there's a, there's a picture going around of a side-by-side 
of him and Jay-Z, and they do, in fact, look very similar. Whoa. And people are saying it's a clone. Olivia, can you pull it up? Because I, I'm not good at... Uh, I, I see it now, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. They do look a lot alike. And Jay-Z's father, known philanderer. Mm. So you're saying... You're saying that Jay-Z Sr. <laughs> Adnis Reeves, please. I know was, his name. <laughs> was running around in, in Dallas or wherever Troy Aikman's from and and philandering with white women and yeah. then made not only uh, arguably the greatest rapper of all time, but then elsewhere made the greatest, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Top tier, yes. They're only four Fuck. There's only they're only four years apart in age. Here's what I'll say is a part of me is afraid that this is true because it would imply that someone's nut can be that spectacular. <laughs> Not <laughs> that, just someone's an eight shit nigga nut. Yeah, that it's that you truly can just be popping out genius after genius after genius, despite how shitty a human you are that's terrifying i want to believe baby <laughs> i want to believe <laughs> that fucking scares me because then that also means that my nut is is being called to the table do you know what i mean that like yes. if my nut produces a dud then that's on me that's this on isn't you. just a, a a bad chance that happened yeah i think that that's how that goes yeah Fuck. People know. People know. A lot of ancient dudes had great kids. Yeah. Amazing kids. Yeah. Terrible LeBron, father. LeBron's daddy uh, did not nail it as a father, but boy, did he make a fucking great kid. Come on. Come on. It has nothing to do with. It's just he just had like, you know what it was? It was like the dad had all the wood. He just didn't know how to build the house, put the house together. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he had the genetic stuff. But he didn't like it. Didn't He's like, come baby together. girl, baby girl, I am not a carpenter, but this is the finest lumber that exactly <laughs> he said that this world can produce. He said, child support, bitch, I gave you a gift. <laughs> That's cherry wood, red oak. <laughs> I don't know names of woods. Don't no, don't write us. Okay. Don't write you us, okay. you dumb, you dumb fucks. I don't know. <laughs> don't write out something that's not a real word it's I don't know word. bitch cherry wood red oak that's the what the fuck popped in my head that sounded like it would make for good wood either way that nut was strong strong ass nut I'm advocating for bad guys good nut yeah this I the, damn yeah, the nuts just a little bigger and faster than every other nut. Yeah. And not just like the nuts inside of him, but literally every other nut that a man can make. It's just it's just big. big I've, always, nut. I've always maintained that a lot of ain't shit dudes ain't shit because they are so talented that they don't really have to focus it anywhere and they can just get by. Wow. Like you never know guys like that who were just like very attractive, hyper athletic, very smart, who just never did anything. Because they could always just kind of get it. Yeah, like close. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens. I do feel that way uh, about celebrity in general, right? That, like, there are some people you and I both know, maybe personally, maybe just in, in the world. But, like, we know some people where we're like, I actually don't know that I think you're talented. I actually don't know that I think that, like, you're what everybody believes you to be. But you are so charismatic you just have this it factor 
that sort of supersedes how little I think you, quote unquote, deserve the thing you have. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. I think that I think that's like I think that I think that especially in our genre of what we do of where like especially these days where it's like to be a stand up comedian, there's so much to it other than stand up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah, you just you could just get on and be kind of charming for really 15 minutes and then everybody will stay the other 30 because they bought tickets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you're nah, still fine. I'm engaged. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Like, so yeah, I I I I I don't ever say I never did nothing for you. I'm out I, here advocating <laughs> for the strength of the nut. So girls, yeah. Women, ladies, whatever you <laughs> whatever we're calling you. No. Uh you know, maybe he doesn't have maybe a back car. ribs. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna start calling girls. I like it. I like it. I like it. Spoken by a man who's truly out of the game. Yeah, I'm out the game. I, I gotta can say like, it now. <laughs> like, what you baby back ribs up to tonight? <laughs> yeah, like, ah, he's harmless. He ain't gonna fuck us. I'm just saying. <laughs> just because he doesn't have a job or a car or a discernible stream of income or a degree. Maybe he doesn't know a lot of words, but. <laughs> but them nuts speak for themselves. Yeah, baby. come on. You know, you know what it is. You know what it is. Just give him a chance. Give him a chance. It'll pay off for you in the long run. Yeah. Or, or, or it won't. And That's, there's no way to tell. No, you got to. You, you truly, ha you have to be. If they're four years apart, I'm assuming Trey Aikman is younger than Jay-Z. No, he's older. He's 50. He's older than Jay-Z. Okay, so uh, I just assume Jay-Z is the oldest man in every room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga old. That said, if if Troy, th that's the only way you could do this, is you watch Troy Aikman happen, and then you make a Jay-Z. as a. You have to watch another lady raise a genius to f know for oh. sure that you're getting a genius. Well, here's the confusing part. They're only four years apart. And I don't think that he stuck around. So I don't think it was that he knew Troy Aikman was going to be a genius as much as he trusted in himself. He was like, I got something in here. No, no, I got to spread my, it around. I think that's my point is like, okay. the, as the woman, that's the only way you could feel comforted is knowing that Troy Aikman exists, which you can't possibly know because that nigga didn't stick around. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's really, I'm here advocating on behalf of bad fathers. I and that much is clear. <laughs> <laughs> that part I think we have no doubt. <laughs> oh, man. You're just sitting there like, I ain't have a daddy. Why y'all need daddies? And That's really like... where it comes from. <laughs> oh, so everybody just needs that to be successful? I don't you think create so. the drive within yourself. <laughs> you witness a shortcoming. A perceived flaw in and of yourself that you have to work to overcome via success and views on YouTube. How else did you guys get money? I, I don't know another way. And if you don't have money, that's why you don't have it. That's why you, you ain't, ain't got that. it. Because your dad loved you too much. <laughs> that's why you work at Walgreens. <laughs> I We have a conspiracy today. <laughs> Although oh, we you, could just you don't want to just do this. We could just keep <laughs> living in the Troy Aikman Jay Z multiverse that we're all weaving here. But 
the conspiracy we talked about because this is meant to be our like Halloween themed episode. Happy Halloween to, to all those, all you spooks. And I mean it in the derogatory way. Uh, <laughs> 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 He's might not be talking celebrating. about the one that sat beside the door. No, no, no. <laughs> Olivia wrote, oh, my God, Langston. And I don't disagree. I, <laughs> I, I saw you hitting that vape a little bit before. This could be a good one. Yeah, I'm taking big swings today. <laughs> yeah, you let's go. jigaboos, you. Come and, on. Uh, <laughs> it just felt right. It just felt right. I liked it. It, it, felt, it flowed. <laughs> It feels like you're mixing it in. You know what yeah. I mean? That like that'll be our commercial break is just listening to the whole song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just dropping little t- tidbits. Little taste. So if you want the punani. <laughs> that said, we we have a conspiracy today. Our conspiracy that that we'll be discussing is uh is my mama told me. Black people can't be ghosts. Man, come on, tell him. Tell you freaky frog. You freaky. Fro- you freaky frog. Fucking freaky frog. You freaky frog. I always forget that there's such a big break in his in what he's saying. There's like a there's like a little too much space that you think it's over, but it's not over. No, our drops are for sure too long. It's okay. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, what, do, what do you what do you think about this black people can't be ghosts conversation? So I've actually I've thought about this a lot of times I, and I'm of the mind. The, the first thing that comes to my mind about it is that I always felt like that was a super white thing to do to feel like you had more business to take care of. Mm. to like not allow death to be the end of what your mortal coil was that you're like oh i'm so important that i gotta go back and shut up just be dead idiot what are you doing hanging out you know what it is ghosts are dudes who could hoop in high school and then high school (laughs) ended and then they stick around trying to get pussy (laughs) hanging out in the girls locker room like a bunch of fucking creeps Go on and get that job, bro. You're, yeah. What are you doing over here? You keep talking about uh, I needed to use the weight room because I'm uh, training for a tryout. It's yeah. like, nah, man. Come you on, just man. wanted to hang out back at, at high school, everybody, and that's not okay. Come on. Everybody knows that that scholarship to Tulane fell through. Yeah. We all know about it. And and yes, you made the junior college team up the street, but none of us respect it, and and we don't expect that you'll be moving on from here. Yeah, you're a South Mississippi State yard dog. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I don't disagree with this. I think even the energy of what ghosts are, this whole instinct to scare, is some like over like some loser high school shit where you're like telling harrowing stories of your of the years that you were there and it's like bitch we all did the same stuff none of your pranks were that spectacular no car crash so from some drunk driving kid is yo no relax (laughs) (laughs) is that exceptional (laughs) (laughs) everybody's like yeah we had three kids die in our year and it's like fuck you man 
We all had three kids die. <laughs> yo, 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 you're going crazy. Everybody had three kids die. You ain't special, motherfucker. <laughs> Man, we all had to watch that fucking slideshow at the end of the school year. Yeah, you ain't. Come on, man. What are we doing? <laughs> That's what ghosts are doing. They're in there being like, my life. And it's like, no, fuck you. We all, yeah. We've all had a life. Yo, your life is over. Let the young guns come out and like, like, what are you hanging out for for real? Like, I've never understood that either. What are they meant to accomplish? Unfinished business is the the coined phrase, right? Is that they just had shit that did not get resolved the way that they wanted it to. When have you ever heard a story of a ghost finishing its business? Yeah. When that's have you ever heard lore or tell <laughs> or seen some fucking horror movie where a ghost got that shit done. You know why they can't get shit done? Because they're not alive. So then they just hang out watching everybody like fucking nerds, bro. Yeah. It's so corny to be a ghost. It's so corny to be a ghost. Yeah, it's pretty lame. If you're out there and you're thinking about being a ghost, don't do that. Don't Stop. Also, also you die and then you want to be tethered to some old house? or Like, yeah. when, when people are like, he died in that room, so I'm going to die, and then I'm going to stay in the room that I died in for the rest of forever? That's fucking miserable. That I won't. That I yeah. don't. That I, I don't. I feel similarly that I do think Ghost is a lame role to take on. I think there is an argument to be made, and I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on this, is that they are not choosing it as much as their spirit is is being cursed with it. So all of the things that you're describing are the the punishment that they're experiencing more than like a voluntarily like, I'm just gonna hang out here in my room type right. shit. I mean, I guess with that then it's like and this is a hard thing about even talking about the afterlife is you have to you have to choose what's canonical and what's not, right? Like, you have yeah. to pick a canon because, like, are we talking about the Lord and Savior in heaven, Jesus Christ, afterlife? Are mm -hmm. we talking about the Native American spirit world? Are we talking about wherever duppies come from? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the name of your primitive, <laughs> your primitive religion. I know it's based on nuts and berries from the forest. Hell yeah. Uh, no, but like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, that's the problem with this is like, and that's my also, also my problem with like people who are very vaguely spiritual, spiritual is mm -hmm. like, no, it's like, it's like, it's like crafting a story or writing a book or some shit. Your world has to have rules. Yeah. You know I love saying? that. You have to have like, that's my biggest problem when I watch, like if I don't like a film or something, it's because the tone shift because like, when people don't establish rules to whatever they're, then you can just say anything. That's why I don't like talking to hippies. Oh, it's just spirits, man. All right, well, what does that mean? What does that fucking yeah, mean? Because yeah. otherwise you're just saying shit. What what spirits are we speaking to? I do like that. I, I, I And it honestly, not that this is what you're suggesting, but it does, at least in my knowledge of like Christian roots, that is a thing that like God is sort of have said to believe, right? That... He would rather you make a choice in the wrong direction than live in the middle of a, uh, you know what I mean, of exactly. an, a thing. Exactly. Like believe or don't believe, but but to like sort of kind of believe is the worst thing is sort of like, a I think, a, a you know, sort of quotish from the Bible. It's not, yeah, it's just not going to do anything for you. It's like, 
you never played football, but one thing football coaches always used to say was like, if you're going to make a mistake, make it 100 miles an hour. Right, 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 right. And that's yeah. how I feel about ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Go to hell, 100 miles per hour. But stop. get there fast. Stop hanging out up here where it's like, oh, it's bad, but it ain't the bad. Yeah, I get that. What also I never understood about ghosts is like, so they're stuck here. They're trying to, they're trying to, I guess, get a hold of me for whatever reason. But yeah. the only reason, I, only way I, because I don't listen, man. I don't go, I, I don't answer unknown phone numbers. You think I'm going to like see a fucking Sprite fall out of a trash can and be like, oh, this might be my Aunt Gloria. Like, I don't pay attention to signs, bro. Yeah, yeah, You know what yeah. I mean? So now I got to find some white lady who reads my palm for you to talk to me. And that's the only way this was ever going to work. Sounds like you don't have a good plan, ghost. Yeah, or a Catholic priest. It's and it always has to be Catholic. You Mark know what I mean? my words. I go to them for nothing. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like, I, why? Why do I have to be Catholic to do this? Because I, I'd, I'd prefer a Rastafarian. If I'm being honest with you, I prefer to... <laughs> anything that didn't diddle kids. Is really how I feel. <laughs> The idea of some some Jamaican man yelling at the bald head devil is, uh, yeah, that seems way better to me. Than... It feels more right. Yeah. But yeah, I just never. So yeah, it's like that was my always my problem with ghosts is like nobody has an accepted idea of what it is or why it is. Sure. And I just feel like black people are more practical than. Yeah, I, I will say that I have long believed, and we'll we'll have to go to break after this, but I, I have long believed that ghosts are a voluntary buy-in. That, like, if you fuck around with spirits, you are buying into seeing ghosts, experiencing ghosts, and maybe it is in a literal sense, or maybe it is in your head. I don't know. But I know that I don't fuck around with no like dark magic or any like Ouija boards, none of that shit. And in doing so, I feel fairly confident that I'm not experiencing a lot of shit either. You know what I mean? That like, 100%. I'm not denying it, but I don't think I've ever welcomed it. And so I'm chilling. Play stupid games, get stupid prizes. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I'm not really trying to, although, you know, two things that, I mean, we can go to break. I'll say it before we go to break. We yeah, say it before. Time. Two things about that is, one, a nigga seen a ghost one time. Whoa. Two, I went to a haunted house last night, so I don't really know. Whoa, okay. Know. Well, this is this is maybe a good cliffhanger for the break, because I want to hear this story about seeing this ghost. Let's take a break. I, right. You're going to... We're, we're teasing you dumb bitches with... Uh, <laughs> with heroic stories when we come back about yeah, uh, experiencing it's not heroic ghosts. At all. Okay, yeah. Bori uh, ran out screaming. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll tell the story. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, where the bitches at? It's supposed to be titties. Where the fucking titties in the bitches? <laughs> well, yeah, that that's it. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're definitely back, and, and we're still talking about <laughs> yeah of, about whether black people can be ghosts. And Bori left us on a on a massive cliffhanger, saying that he in fact has seen a ghost in the past. Yeah, or something, something like that. So this is probably, <laughs> I'll get into it. This is probably like man. It was right around when the Nuggets lost to the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. Mm, so it's probably Car- like Carmelo years. Yeah, it's probably like oh nine. I'm thinking oh nine probably. Uh yeah. we were partying at my house. I had a friend of mine from high school over David, and uh I went to sleep and I woke up. And it looked like I saw David in the corner of my room. Like it, but it was like it was a figure. He had he was dressed kind of similar to how he had been dressed, but it looked like he had a hood on. Mm-hmm, and it looked mm-hmm. like it looked like from my bed, it looked like like the light of his cell phone. It was like a dull light. Like I thought he was texting in my room. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he was just texting his girl or some shit. Was so, he facing you or facing the the wall? So it was like my bed, he was he was facing outwards. So it looked like he was standing with his back in the corner with a hood on and his head down on his phone. 
because it felt huh. like there was like a dull light, but I couldn't see his face. I could just it was it felt like it was illuminated. So already there is some fear. Because yeah. that's a scary that's a scary first. image. Not at first, because I thought it was him. And and this is a person you if you woke up in the middle of the night and he was doing that, you would not fear feel fear. No, it would go exactly like I it started where I woke up yeah. and I look over there and I was like, David, get out of my room. And he didn't say anything. I was like, David, get the fuck out of my... Because we had been drinking and I had to work the next day. So I was like, David, get the fuck out of my room, bro. And he didn't do anything. I was like, I'm not kidding. Get the fuck out of my room. And I woke up and I went to turn on the light and there was nothing there. Yeah, man. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, man. I don't like that. No, nah, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. I don't like that at all. It was terrible. Because even if it was just the shadow, it's the soft glow that makes it so eerie. Because then and it's the like, hood up. and the hood up. You you can't deny that the 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 hood up. I even in my head, I could go well. The light at the right angle. Maybe you see a person, but the fuck, way because it was a basement room, and the way my room was set up. The light wouldn't even cast into that corner like that. Damn. Yeah, it was terrible. So, okay, fuck. This happens. What mm-hmm. do you do? What do you get up? You run up screaming? How How do you Man, do so I turn on the light. <laughs> I hate telling this part. This part is oh, this, Yeah, okay. Now we're, now we're Oprah. I turn on the light <laughs> and I get scared, right? Because there's nobody there. And I go to my... <sighs> this is like a complicated... Remember my best friend I told you about who's a crackhead yeah, yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before... This was like between crackhead and, and like thugging. He had just gotten out of jail. So he was going... He was like... He got all Christian in jail. So he's going to uh, church all the time. Right. So I went over and he has been... He's like... You ever notice how dudes who like there's dudes who get into Christianity in a way where it's always a fight? Yeah. So 100%. This nigga had been talking to me about spiritual warfare and demons and shit like that. So I got all scared. So I ran to his Fuck. I ran to his room. Because <laughs> you knew he would square up with whatever demon that was. I knew he would know what was going on because I was gonna hit him when I turned on the light. I that's what I was gonna do was I was like, because I was so mad. Yeah, I went into his room and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I just see like, oh, I see those in my room. I don't know. I think yeah. I <laughs> you were there, but you weren't there, and now I'm scared. What are you doing? No, 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 no. I didn't think it was him. I thought it was a different person. Oh, completely. you thought it was a different dude, and so no. you you were truly going to him for some spiritual calming. He was on his Christian shit, so he was not right. drinking or anything at the time. Fuck. So I went and I woke him up. On some bitch ass shit. And then he comes in. He's like, what? And I'm like, and he's like, let's go. And so he comes into my. To fight the devil? I don't know what I thought. I don't know what What he thought. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm telling you what happened. He's going to go beat up a demon? So he came in the room. And then there was nothing. I was like, he, and I told the whole story. He was right here. I was like, get up. I was just waiting on the minute. was going here. <laughs> and I told him what happened. And he was like, he was, 
he was like, this is spiritual warfare. So he... <laughs> Don't laugh, bro. This is my life. So then he, then he prayed over me Fuck. in the room with the lights on. Yada, yada, yada. I slept on the couch. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. So this can't be the clip for this episode. I, listen, I think it's too... It's, I'm, I'm too in, in, interested in it's, this to it's even... It's too long. It's too long. Let me ask this. He prays over you. Are you then with your eyes closed being like, this bullshit? Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. That's the problem. You're like, what the fuck? Prayer. I was like, I can't, I got you because I know you could bang. I saw you beat up a car one time. Yeah, nigga, I'm afraid. Yeah, prayer, yeah. Have you prayer not, ain't going to fix this. Have you, I, I, I know you have a gun in there. Why are we praying? <laughs> We're praying? You literally needed a man to fist fight, and he's like, "Brother, I've got something better than fists." But I also don't know what I thought I want. I just needed. He can't do anything. But I also think I was scared, and I needed like, I needed like someone. I you needed, needed a real nigga to just be like, "Don't do that. That's we're not good." <laughs> oh yeah, no, okay. no, okay, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It wasn't like it was. It was a. It wasn't like had it been David in the corner, I'd have fucked him up. That's not the issue. No, no, no. I'm not saying you need oh, a okay. real nigga to fight for you. Okay, I'm okay, saying okay, okay. sometimes you just need a motherfucker who is going to make you feel assured in a way that only a person with with impossible sort of self centered confidence can offer right. you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you need that motherfucker to be like, nah, we'll be straight. Right. And, and you go... And I think that's more what I was looking for, not for him to jump up. Not for him to be so afraid that he called on God in your he name. Wa well, he wasn't afraid, though. <laughs> that's the thing. I feel like I'm not... No, I'm not, I don't mean afraid of, of the ghost. I mean afraid for, like, the spiritual warfare he's describing. Yeah. This sort of, like, the war between good and evil... He's acknowledging that that's a, a literal happening and you don't want that in that moment. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Not at you want all. a motherfucker to be like, ghost, nigga, we straight. Yeah. And I wanted him, to, I truthfully wanted him to wake up and be like, gay? And then like, <laughs> and then be like, damn, I was tripping. Like, you know yeah, what I you're mean? You're right. I am gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me. I'll go back to sleep. I didn't want like acknowledgement that. Of what I saw that could be real, sure. But I say that all to, all that to say, the guy who prayed was mixed. Okay. The ghost, white mom, adopted. We don't know. Oh, uh, the ghost. <laughs> fifty percent shot. <laughs> yeah, fifty fifty. The but the guy, the man that I thought was a ghost, white guy. Mm, not a black ghost. Not a black ghost. I thought it was a white man. Wow, that does track for for i think almost what everyone's experience about. is yeah. that that it just seems like standard ghost is a white person or um, a native american i feel like i've heard a lot about native american ghosts. native americans in in the mid aughts it was uh asian people asian ghosts were, were real popular oh i missed that whole shit I think it was during like the the grudge era, you know what I mean, where like they you they had the little Japanese baby be the the ghost. And, oh, in the ring and stuff. Yeah, the ring would you know. Yeah, there were a bunch of like Korean films and Japanese films and all that shit that like 
eventually, I think, made people go like, yeah, Asian people. Ghosts. That's interesting because I was, I, I told you I went to a haunted house last night. I mm-hmm. was telling my friend in line that I was like, the thing that's going to scare me the most is a kid in here. Yep. And they didn't have no kids. So like, you know, I toughed it out. The kids are scary. I think my, uh, for me personally, the clown room, I, I have a real hard time with. I don't yeah. do good. I don't do good with the clown room. Clowns don't bother me. You know what it is? And I, and I, and I trapped it because we were talking in line. My friend, because I was like, I, I thought, I, I don't like spooky shit. So I thought I was going to be scared anyways. I just went because like, you know, whatever. And uh, just, saw, you know, you got to shake it up sometimes or whatever. Yeah. But, and then one of my friends, she was like, she was like, well, what, what are you scared of? And I was like, okay, I had to think about it. And it is, the, it's the God and the devil stuff. Because that's the th- only stuff I feel like I have no chance against. Oh, meaning that there literally could be a hell and you are are destined to go there type shit? I think that you're putting words in my mouth because of what you reflect as my actions. I don't love that. No, but no, I'm no. Sure. I, I'm not <laughs> cursing you to hell. I'm asking, is that the fear living in your head? <laughs> I think I think even less of like that, I think more so of like, if that is the plane that we're operating on, I don't have the tools to defend myself. To to definitively be able to like ward off the devil and and keep yourself safe in God's exactly life. like I think I could like if it was if it's anything that's dudes or monsters I feel like I could bust a couple you know what I mean I could hit them or something yeah. but it's like a little girl being possessed in the middle of the room I don't I don't have anything I mean I I could punch her but I don't even. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's going to help her. Also, I feel like this is making it sound like I I am not at all a person who punches to solve my problems. I'm just saying back in the corner, like, I feel yeah, like. I, I think, I think none of, I personally, I also identify as a person who does not want to hit to solve my problems, but backed into a corner, I think we all are people who punch to solve our problems. Like, we're talking. Oh, like. <laughs> And it's Sharkeisha's out there. We would love to have you on the show, sweetheart. We, yeah. We, and I don't mean that in a condescending way. Please don't hit me to solve that problem. Like, what's up, baby back? We want you on the show. <laughs> Come on, my little baby back rib. I think you are. You, you've got to be, if you're not in prison, you've got to be 25 by now. And if you are in prison, uh, they've they probably put you down because you've caused too many fights. But <laughs> Put you down? <laughs> <laughs> the state has probably ended your existence at this point. But if you are out there, Sharkeisha, we would love to have you on the podcast. We have so many, so many questions and glowing statements to say to you. But uh, ultimately, so yeah, I say all that to tell that, I told that wildly embarrassing story to say even why one ghost experience was a white person. Yeah, I the only people that I've ever known to have ghost experiences have always described a white ghost. And even if they haven't explicitly said it, I think I've always perceived it that way. And some of that right. might be on me where I'm like projecting white ghosts out to them. But nobody's ever like been. I feel like if you saw a ghost, if literally any of my white friends saw a ghost at some point, they're going to mention if he was black. 
They're not yeah. like keeping that in the pocket of being like, oh, he's just a regular guy. They're gonna what do you bring look it. Like? Oh, he had curly hair. Like they do that thing. <laughs> Tight uh, coils. I would yeah, describe it, them it as about your build. <laughs> Thick, juicy lips. I'm big old, just <laughs> soup coolers. He was a very musical guy. <laughs> he, he could dance. I think that he I had a rhythm to his step. Even when he was running after me, he's saying boo. It was it was a different kind of boo. Like I say yeah. boo, but he said boo. He actually <laughs> said boogie woogie. <laughs> and I was like, is that a gorilla? No, that's a man. That's a man chasing after me. <laughs> But wait, here's the big question. Have you ever seen a ghost? Uh, I don't believe I've ever seen a ghost. I'd be lying if I feel like I've ever had any sort of haunting experience. But I am very, very fearful of ghosts and specifically the dark. I think I've told you this before. Yeah, I had a fear of the dark for a long time, too. Yeah, and I think it's less the dark itself, but my greatest fear on this planet Earth is walking into a room, turning on a light, and someone's just sitting there. Right. Like, that is the image that's sort of like I, I most centrally associate with fear and my biggest fear is just turning on a light and a human being is just there staring back at me. Has that, that ever happened to you? Probably. And that's probably where it's rooted from, but I don't have a, a real memory of it. Yeah. You wiped it out. That's a trauma response. Yeah. I think I, if I, if it is a memory, it is clean out of my head, out of <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck happened in that room, you know? I've definitely turned a light on and seen somebody in a room that I didn't think was going to be in a room before. Yeah. And that's, that is, you're right. That's terrible. But aren't you also afraid somebody coming in when you poop? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm, listen, I fuck around when it comes to fears, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a monogamous when it comes to my fears. <laughs> I don't cheat on my wife, I cheat on my fears. <laughs> I'm dogging them bitches out. Hey. <laughs> you think the bigger the booty, the finer it is. And now we can convince her she won't switch in that big old booty and all that. It ain't nothing but doo-doo in there. Come on. It ain't nothing but doo-doo in them, in them big old butt cheeks, feared. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I also have another question. Are you afraid of ghosts? Uh, yes, very much so. Okay. I, I think I'm afraid of anything. As I think your your articulation of the devil versus God is sort of living in the same vein of like anything that is out of my even potential effort to control. Right. You know what I mean? Like I can't mm-hmm. even try to beat a ghost. That feels like a cheat code and I that terrifies me. Same. I agree. I yeah, that's that's yeah. Exactly that. Exactly that. Me versus a ghost feels like when you play somebody who knew the code to like uh NBA jam where it's like he's on fire all the time. Yeah, it's like it's like, all right, well, I I can't win. Yeah, that's how I feel I, too. What are you doing? <laughs> I I picked the rookie Jason Kidd Grant Hill team, and that's a pretty solid team, and I'm yeah, you're going to eat me alive. <laughs> I I mean, it, here's the thing I also, as I got older, I also, ghosts in the traditional sense don't scare me because I also get the feeling of like, if I can't do anything to them, what can they do to me? Mm. Like, it feels like they could just pop out. Yeah. And that's sort of the extent of it, right? I, I don't know. I mean, I think if you buy into uh, to television and movies, they can do a lot of shit to you. Like, you know, they can pass through walls, but they can also choke you. They can murder you. They can push you, make you hurt yourself. Like, there's, they have a lot of potential if you buy into that. But if you're truly like, no, you are just a lingering spirit, then no, I don't think they can do anything but scare you. Okay. Yeah, which is another thing that it's like, then what's the point? Yeah, and that's the problem. I think you made this point earlier is that we need, if you are to believe in ghosts, you need to have a honest standardization of your beliefs and what these ghosts actually are, rather than it just being looming spirits from whatever religion, belief, background that, you know, that doesn't associate with any of the spirituality that could help you fix it. Do you, and also here's the thing about ghosts, because there's another weird spooky thing I have. Do you believe in the idea of familial ghosts? Like, not so much a ghost is, like, in the vein of trying to scare you, but past family members surrounding you. Yeah, I believe in energy. 
And when oh, it you comes... believe in the one thing that's a fact? Great. Like, <laughs> I thought we were... <laughs> No, hear me out. I no, believe I, right. I believe that that our energies are left with us, you know, or beyond us in in rooms, in spaces, in uh, there is a transference of energy in every room and interaction that I have, and I do believe that that energy can linger and take on some sort of like nearly humanoid form. I don't necessarily know that I believe in the familial ghosts in in the sense of like them coming and saying the thing that needed to be taught to you in your ear you know what i mean like i don't right, believe right. in in that traditional like quote unquote haunting but i do believe that like an energy can live in you so rich and so around you so sort of fucking vibrant that you do start to almost see that person I mean, that's why you got to leave the room after you nut. It's taken on humanoid form. Yeah, it's like, oh no, my papa's in the corner, and his <laughs> arms, his arms are folded. <laughs> but here's the reason I asked you this because this is another weird, spooky thing. I, I guess I have more spooky shit than I ever. Thought. Yeah, you're a real spooky motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, this, so this is a cold part about it. So this is this other thing where me and a friend, I used to. The backstory doesn't matter. I was talking to a psychic. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> it felt like you wanted to tell the backstory, and you were like, nah, that's too shameful. I'll keep that No, it's private. not even... I told you the story about fucking being scared of the guy. I've already gone deep in shame on yeah, this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah, and that yet, shit was embarrassing. And yet, I'll open up to you, not at all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I won't trade a single story with you, David. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to remain close to the hip with all of my shit. Uh, that's why you're actually a funny guy. You're a truly funny guy. So I was talking to a sidekick. No, I mean, that's very funny. I was talking to a sidekick or whatever you want to call him. And he was like real, though. It was like people like he. it was months long waits to talk to this guy. And I yeah. got in because it was this weird show business thing where we were talking to him for his show. And, and I was so talking you, to this. you're consenting, which tells me you're not terribly afraid of of tinkering in the the devil's magic of it all. I'm consenting, but I definitely I mean, now that I think about it, if I'm gonna be honest, there must have been some part of me that was willing to consent without fear because mm. the front of my mind was definitely skepticism was how I I, I, I was approaching it. Mm. You know what I mean? And my partner in the thing, she was like, I used to be aware. She was all into right. it and wanted to know about it. And I was coming to the point of like it being skeptical. Yeah. And he was like a guy who claims to talk to people from the other side. So when we talked to him, he said whatever to my partner. And then he got to me and he was like, he was like, you don't believe in this, right? And I was like, yeah, not particularly. And he was like, I don't think so. I think it's actually quite the opposite, so much so that you convince yourself that you don't believe in it. I was like, Ugh. And then he was like, do you know a lot of people who have died? And I was like, yeah, kind of, like, kind of, I, my fair share, a pretty good amount. And he was like, yeah, I can tell there's a bunch of them with you right now. There's a bunch Ooh. of them in, he said, there's a bunch of them in the room. Oh. He's like, there's a bunch of people in the room with you right now. And if it's Fuck. people that I know that have died, it's mostly just family and shit like that, which is all black people. Ah, shit. 
Yeah, it wasn't great. Press a button. Save us. Press a fucking uh, button. Uh, <laughs> I actually am 1.4% Nigerian African. I'm a sister. Oh, okay. Right. We're, I think that didn't help. That didn't, I don't whatever. think it did. I don't think it did. You still feel it. You still feel it. Yeah, I was trying to talk right? it through, but no. No, no, no. That was a visceral response. God damn it. That's. Huh. Okay. Here's, here's where my skeptical brain kicked in during that, the ending of that story, which was fucking bone chilling. And I, I, oof. M- m- the one little question that did pop in my head that I'd love to hear your thoughts on is why are they with you? Like these are people that have other people, other things going on. You know what I mean? Like in theory, why are they all attached to you and not other cousins, other loved ones, other whoever the fuck that also are in the middle of their own tri- trials? Because I'm special. Got you. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, now it's the problem. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. That's now you're gonna write it off. Buddy, <laughs> I just can't just be special. We, I don't have a we, light shining. What does Drew Drewski say? Uh, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna quote Drewski at me? I'm your partner I, in this endeavor. I'd feel like a hack if I just took it. So, no, uh, we right. got him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the joke answer. I think that is a very good question, to be fair. I think that is a very good question to be fair. I do think that 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 But it has... also might be it also might be we don't know to speak to what I was saying before if the case is that one of the only ways that they have contact is through directly through a medium like this then it would stand to reason that at the point that I they knew that I was contacting a person who could contact them that mm. that would be when they would all gather as opposed to just like you know what I'm saying? That does that does make sense to me. If they are able to watch over you and sort of like have this omniscient knowledge of your comings and goings, it makes sense for them to be present for this moment as opposed to any other moment where they're just hanging out with you without any right incentive. Like this is an actual time we could get through. Yeah. So it's like, Fun. you know what you know what I mean when you you ever call somebody and they're with a bunch of friends and everybody's giving a shout out. It's yeah. like, I feel like it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who are you talking to? Oh, you're talking to David? Oh, tell Mike's in here. Yeah. Mike's over. You know? <laughs> you, and you, it's not like you got to say anything to David. You just want David to know. What up, boy? What up, boy? Yeah. <laughs> he is loved. He is thought about. Right. I am present for right, you. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah. Damn. Well, that that at least then makes it feel a little more hopeful that it, that it isn't them lingering for any other purpose but to remind you that you are cared for and loved and uh, have people, you know, rooting for you. And so, and then to, to bring it all full circle to this idea of, like, whether or not if there are ghosts, I think if Black ghosts are around, I would like it, I would like to believe that it is more in that vein of help and family and wanting to show love than it is just like hanging around to finish some unfinished business or some shit. Yeah, I'd hate to think that there's some uh, young black teenager hanging around a finish line that... uh... (laughs) Damn, that... You said I was dark. 
Jesus Christ. You're just laughing? That was he didn't insane. Get to, he didn't get to get those sneakers that he wanted. And he's like, I, gotta, I just got to hang out here forever and always. That was really terrible. <laughs> Olivia said, press another button. <laughs> You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. Well. <laughs> Sad now, LOL. <laughs> well, I think we did it. I don't think we need to take this any further. I <laughs> I think you're right. I think that we accomplished what it is we needed to accomplish. Uh, just to recap, it seems like we're we're in agreement that if black ghosts do exist, then they are likely more manifested for positive familial relationships than they are running around saying oogie boogie in corners and shit. Mm-hmm. And white, ghosts, yeah. trash. white ghosts, white ghosts, <laughs> y'all do what y'all want, and that's true of you in the living. Yeah, that honestly, that that really is how you've treated your entire lives, and it's a shame that even in the afterlife, you somehow have managed to continue to be that. But it seems that way. Habitual line steppers, habitual line steppers through eternity, forever and ever. <laughs> you want to tell the people where they can find you and what cool shit you have going on? I am going to be headlining the Denver Comedy Works November twelfth. I'm going to be featuring for Shane Torres at Comedy on State in Madison, Wisconsin, Thanksgiving weekend. And uh, just announced I'm going to be in Cleveland, Ohio at Hilarities Comedy Club, January 12th and 13th. Fuck yeah. And if you want to see me, you can follow, well, follow me at Langston Kerman. I'm back on Twitter, (laughs) y'all. I I quit and I thought I was, uh, was cool without it, but... But I felt like I was missing a, a big part of the conversation. So I'm back. And I'm not proud of that. But but Papa's sick. And uh, <laughs> does it feel good being back, though? A little bit, man. I just be knowing all the funny jokes when they're happening and not like a, a three days later, the way that uh, every other app is set up to be. And I feel you because when I sent you that Bishop thing, I was truly, I was so excited. Like when I saw it, I was so excited to talk to you about it. And yeah. then you were like, yeah, that shit's old. Yeah, yeah it was a year old. Dude, I'm like, that that hurt. That hurt. I, I didn't like saying it that way, if that makes you feel better. You like, had took, to. You had to. You did what you had to do. Yeah, I, I didn't feel any pride in being like, this stupid motherfucker, you don't know. No, no. It's like, no, it was like, oh, he just, he ain't on Twitter, and that's good for him still, but I, I'm back, baby. It doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel bad. <laughs> but you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Langston Kerman. Uh, don't follow that sad nigga. <laughs> and if you want to see me live, I will be uh, in Verling- Burlington, Vermont, November 10th and 11th. And then the following week, I'll be in Dallas uh, at Hyenas Comedy Club, November 17th and 18th. And oh, shit. I- <laughs> I don't know. I forgot. Uh, and if, as always, if you, if you follow the pod, like, subscribe. We have an Instagram. We have a YouTube. We would like all of your, your uh, it would be our pleasure to entertain you on all of those platforms. And if we you want to send TikTok. us. We got a TikTok. We, we've got all the shit that uh, you may be interested in. And apparently the YouTube has uh, reached a certain number 
that uh, is inconvenient for David and I. And we have not I swear discussed... to God, it was 1.98, and then I looked at it, and it was 2.11 all of, all of a sudden. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, worried that we are, are becoming too successful, too fast. Also, who's <laughs> checking these numbers? We're just yeah. trusting big YouTube? Yeah, we're, t- we're trusting Steven YouTube, to, yeah, to be honest on. with us. That don't seem right. Feels like a problem. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out, though. Stop giving us these Mr. Beast numbers and <laughs> <laughs> get us back to anonymity. That said, uh, we do owe you all a, a video, and we will discuss when that video will happen. <laughs> and uh, most importantly, if you want to send us your own drops, your own conspiracy theories, if you want to tell us about the nigga ghosts that you have experienced in your life, send it all to mymamapod at gmail.com. That's the whole shebang. Bye, bitch. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/slash the Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.